Introducing the revolutionary reputation management system by TW3, your one-stop solution to enhance your business's online presence and reputation. Are you ready to take control of your online reputation? Look no further because TW3 has you covered. Our powerful software is designed to inquire, capture, and publish the authentic reviews of your valued customers. Let's delve into how the TW3 reputation management system can transform your business. The key benefit of our system, we make it incredibly easy for your clients to leave positive reviews, boosting your business's online reputation. When a customer has a fantastic experience, their positive review is instantly published for the world to see, driving up your business's positive reviews. But uh, what if a customer had a negative experience? No worries, our system ensures that the negative review is sent directly to you, the business owner first. This gives you the opportunity to address the issue with your customer before a negative review is published, preventing potential damage to your online reputation. By having a way to instantly publish positive reviews and capture and address negative reviews, the TW3 reputation management system helps your business not only maintain, but increase its review score. And here's the kicker, consistently published reviews don't just affect your reputation, but they also have a profound impact on your SEO score. Higher SEO scores mean more visibility for your business online, and that translates to increased traffic and more potential customers. So whether you're a small local business or a large corporation, the TW3 reputation management system is your secret weapon to success. Join countless businesses who are already reaping the benefits of this innovative solution. Don't wait any longer. Boost your online reputation, improve your review score, and skyrocket your business with the TW3 reputation management system. Contact us today and let us help you take control of your online presence and reputation. TW3, your reputation is our mission. The year is 2005. Uh, I had just been asked to go to a friend's house for his birthday, and I had gone over, and he had a bunch of friends around the table, and they were playing this new game. Uh, and all of them were seemed very, very enthusiastic about this little game that they were playing, where they had these little cards, and they would share them, and they would trade them, and then you could do like a little fighting mode where you take your cards and you battle it out with other people. And I thought the game was super cool, mostly because my friends were into it, and I wasn't really a card game guy, but I thought it seemed interesting. So I went back to my parents and I asked them, hey, can you take me to the store? I'd love to try this new game. And they asked what the game was and I said, it's something called Pokemon. And at the time they told me, yeah, we'll look into it. You know, wait about a week. And then my dad told me, yeah, we don't, you know, we don't really know much about it. We're not, we're, we're, we don't want to buy that. We don't know if it's appropriate for someone your age. And over time, I've given my parents a hard time because even to this day, fast forwarding to 2023, uh, it's still, to this day, a very, very popular item that people my age, 25 and up, still collect, talk about, and there's a sense of nostalgia uh, in my age range. And uh, I know you're probably thinking, what in the world does this have to do with anything I'm listening today? But I promise, give it time, or there's more to this than, than what I'm sharing. Uh, but Dad asked me to record an intro, and I figured I would let him know, hey, I, I'm still holding this grudge. It, it hasn't gone away. Welcome to TerryWilson3.com, home of TW3. Are, are you ready to take your money, business, and life to the next level? You are worth more, and you're about to hear how and why. So buckle up and listen up as we journey to the next level. Please welcome your guys to reach your goals, the TW3 family. family. You're listening to TerryWilson3.com. TerryWilson3.com. Inspiring, informative, and entertaining content for the entrepreneur and small business owner. Hey, do you think Reagan is still carrying a little bit of axe to grind there? 
anyway, hey, I told him when we were younger raising him, we were new parents. No one gave us a guide on how to do this. So if we didn't understand something, didn't know what it was about, then the easiest way to handle it was to say no. And so I'm sorry, Reagan, that you weren't able to do more with getting involved with Pokemon and other things that you wanted to. But nevertheless, today I've got a wonderful conversation with you that we're going to go in multiple directions, but I want to give you a little context to the conversation we're having. Um, I've been with a particular software as a service uh, platform for about four years now, and they, they're very new. As a matter of fact, uh, I think they're only four and a half, five years. And, and up until that point, we were using WordPress as our platform and then using various plugins to offer the various services that we needed uh, to provide our clients, our members, and for our own purposes in our business. When this uh, SaaS came on, uh, software as a service platform came on, uh, we, uh, at the time, they they made us an offer with me, you know, I could not refuse. And uh, knowing uh, one of the folks inside there that uh, I have a lot of confidence in because he's done other work for me, we jumped on. And then and then uh, years later, uh, I was in a meeting uh, trying to work out some uh, things in our, our platform and the program that we're working in. And uh, I met this gentleman and uh, we hit it off immediately. And then the people inside the room with us says, hey, I feel like I'm listening to a podcast or a radio station with you two going back and forth. And it just sort of sparked an idea that, hey, I need to have you on the show sometime. This is back in November. And so we just now was able to make time to connect here in January. And he's a wonderful gentleman. But for my audience and so for the purposes of this audience here, I want you to know Listen to the attitude of this entrepreneur, okay? While he works for a big corporation and he's, he's doing a lot of support inside of a large organization uh, in helping account executives like myself, he's also got a side thing that he's really excited about, and that's what we're promoting. And he's, he's had this journey, and you're going to hear his journey, and you're going to hear how, you know, there were failures along the way, but never did he quit. Or never did he give up. Never did he just sort of shrug, shrug his shoulders and say, well, maybe, you know, it's it's for someone else, but it's not for me. No, he's still in it to win it. And he's going to make 2024 his stellar year. And so I'm excited to hear his story and share that story with you because at the end of the day, success, as we say in the, the, the conversation a little later, success is nothing more than making that one last try, that next try, you know, trying one more time. That's all you got to just try one more time. And eventually you're going to outlive the, the forces against you, the irritations, the things, the obstacles that you've had. You're going to learn how to navigate that, get around it, find a, a solution for it, do something, but you're going to be able to solve the problem you're working with so that you can take your money, business, and life to the next level. And that's what it's all about. And that's why I love sharing conversations like this. So without further ado, let's get into that conversation right now. So I'm honored to have uh, you on the, the podcast today, Eddie. Ah, thank you so much for having me, Terry. Yeah, it was really cool uh, meeting you that day, and we hit it off. And yeah, I'm happy to be here, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, give the guys a little bit of a rundown of what your day-to-day -day is. What is it that you're in? What What is it that you're doing? And uh, we'll go from there. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, I wear a lot of hats. Uh, that's one thing for sure. Um, right now, I'm actually working on launching a retail business uh, uh, selling Pokemon cards, uh, Japanese booster boxes specifically. Um, and um, I make music. And those are kind of like the two things that I'm like, that I've been doing for a while now. Yeah. yeah so yeah. yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty mm -hmm. cool. That's pretty cool. So you're launching a business and you're doing it with something that you're passionate about, which is really, really cool. Yeah. And so, uh, how, how do you plan on getting it out in front of the people that need, want, desire and could afford it? Yeah. So, um, I'm taking a lot of steps right now. We're like literally getting infrastructure stuff set up. Um, I just met up with a couple distributors from Japan that are, this is honestly the, the scariest part of it because you know, you're hopefully not going to get scammed out of thousands of dollars. Um, so I'm taking a risk, uh, but you know what? You got to risk it for the biscuit sometimes. And um, I'm putting all my chips in. So we're setting up infrastructure, getting the website built. Um, the biggest thing that I'm going to be using to get this in front of people is just, you know, ads. Um, I'm setting up not only a local business but an online business as well because I really want to do cool things here. Um, I, I live in Orlando, Florida. Um, so I want to do cool things like pop-up shops and just kind of do stuff that normal card distributors don't do. Yeah. Um, so we're looking into different avenues. Like I said, I'm setting up a local and an online business at the same time. So, um, yeah, it's going to be like Facebook, TikTok, um, Instagram, um, you know, just running ads and things like that. And I, I, I stream on Twitch. Okay. So, um, a lot of Twitch streaming, and then I'm going to uh, actually move probably into kick, which is a little, you know, risque, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah, Twitch has too many rules when it comes to like, uh, card openings and stuff like that. And I'm a business and I want to make money and, uh, kick looks like it's going to be a better Avenue than Twitch, but I'm going to keep it on Twitch now. And then, um, yeah, so those, those are like main ways that I'm going to be promoting the business. 100%. Nice, nice, nice. Well, that's, that's exciting. Have you done anything like this before in the past, as far as, uh, uh, ventures like this? No. So that's the cool thing is that this is the first. So I've always been into garage selling. Like, you know, you go and garage sale. I'm I'm a super nerd when it comes to pop culture and nostalgia things. Yeah. Um, I grew up like playing Pokemon as a kid, as like, you know, going to uh this awesome place out here that just recently closed down and it broke my heart called Sci-Fi City. No plug, no uh <laughs> uh promotion or anything to them, but it was just a cool place where you can go and like play the trading card game and um i'm just really good at just finding uh deals yeah. and selling stuff so um i have like this gift of gab to like just talk people into like buying things for me so yeah, yeah. um i literally this idea came into fruition like five days ago wow. i've been trying to start my pokemon collection um from scratch because i sold i had you know that everybody knows what a charizard card is right yeah yeah there's a specific charizard card that's a shadowless first edition charizard i had this card in my collection i ended up giving away my entire childhood collection to my younger brother and he destroyed all the cards oh. so that card that would have been worth about 250 to four hundred thousand dollars now is probably worth like a couple bucks because it's just 
destroyed right oh my word um so i a new set came out uh the 151 sv set and it's literally the original because there's like a thousand pokemon i can't even name them all but the original nostalgia like nostalgic like set that i collected as a kid came back out and they're worth a lot of money so i started collecting the cards and finding like individual sellers and i was like dude there has to be a business here yeah like, because if I'm looking for this stuff, there's got to be hundreds and hundreds of people looking for this stuff, too. Yeah. So I did some more research, and that's what led us into starting this business. And it's it's really me. My girlfriend helps me out. Like, she does all the, um, the bookkeeping stuff because that's what she's good at. She's a project manager by nature. Yeah. I'm really more of a creative yeah. than I am, like the business guy right, right, right. so with us two together we're like two superpowers we're like the wonder twins so like oh, yeah it just awesome. made sense yeah, yeah yeah well that's awesome that you've got a partner there that can just sort of supplement where you're you're not wanting to go in the business that's awesome I, that's what i use yeah. my kids for <laughs> yeah like, you, handle it. you handle ticket support because i don't want to deal you know yeah. with all of the tech questions i can't find my password all that nonsense and it's like nope that's on you yeah, yeah, yeah. please handle this for me <laughs> So, yeah, that's kind of how we got it worked out. Um, you know, we both work great jobs where and we have no responsibilities as far as kids or like debt or anything like that. So we're starting the business off with zero debt, zero like overhead or anything crazy. There's not really a lot of overhead in the business either, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, so it made it just made perfect sense. The stars kind of aligned and yeah we're making it happen yeah because well, my other business venture was music and like that takes a lot of money and time and it's not guaranteed that's true so that's yeah true. um that's kind of turned into a hobby now and i'm like just focused on getting this business off of the ground in the next couple of weeks yeah when i launched my music business back in 2001 years ago when i started asaf music uh the guy i had worked for i'd worked for his family-owned company that started like in 75 and it was a huge outfit here in the southeast and he says, do you want to know the secret to making a million dollars in the music business? Because he was blessing me. I, I didn't leave under bad terms or anything like that. And he was mm -hmm. excited that one of his employees was going to go out and start their own thing. And so it was a good, healthy relationship. I said, I would love to know how you make a million dollars in the music business. He said, start with two. <laughs> He says, because you're going to lose the first million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> because you got to think and it. Owning a music store, I can imagine, first of all, product, right? And yeah. music gear is not cheap. Inventory, yes. Yeah, inventory is ridiculous. So, like, you're already, your expenses are probably already through the roof. And you're kind of like, well, now I got to move all this product. And I'm sure when you started, it was newspapers and oh, mailers it was and magazines and you had to compete with the guitar center or not it was a uh, sam ash sam probably. ash and all these big box companies that had their catalogs out so it was tough margins were yeah. thin inventory was high and uh you know eventually i think there's a few big box companies still around like guitar center and uh mm -hmm. There's a few down in Florida around you guys, isn't there still? Yeah, I still, we still have, well, the big box stores like Sam Mash and Guitar Center, yeah. um, but mostly I, and this is going to hurt your feelings, but I use Reverb.com for yeah. vintage gear. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, or like Sweetwater Online, and then there's a new one actually, because I this uh, Christmas, 
I gifted myself and my girlfriend a brand new guitar and a brand new bass because I wanted to teach myself to play guitar. Yeah, yeah. And she wanted to learn how to play bass. So I used this awesome site called uh, Z Zounds, I think. Yeah, Z Zounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they have the payment plans. And I was like, well, instead of me spending $700 on the guitar, let me just break it out into installments. So I have like a month of payments left and I'm done and over with with it. But uh, yeah, I mean, that I guess that's the only debt we have, but. Do we yeah. call that debt or is that like no, leisure fun? No, that's yeah, cost yeah. of living. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm teaching myself guitar and it was cool. Like I do miss though, like even when I go to Sam Mash, I I miss going in and seeing all the gear there and being able to play with stuff. Um you go into Sam Mash and it's like a ghost town now. Like it's just so depressing. Even the lighting is just depressing. Everything's all dark and like moody, and like I don't know. It's just not the same experience of when I was a kid. Because I mean, I've been in, I've been in music all my life. So since I was like fifteen, and um, realistically, even before that, I was a trumpet player in my in my band at school. So oh, nice. I'm yeah, I was going player. in. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, yeah, so we're brass boys. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, I was in. I was playing trumpet all the way up through high school, and I had to go in Sam Mash all the time. And like, I remember it used to be so fun. Like, oh man, look at all the instruments, and like now you go in there and it's like, oh, this is where musicians come to die. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's a different vibe now. I mean, back in the day, I mean, I hate to sound like the old fuddy duddy, but man, mm-hmm. I music stores back in the day felt like cheers you know you walked into the bar and you saw everybody you knew and they were gigging here and they were gigging here and they were recording this and you were all sharing war stories and then oodling over the the latest greatest technology or guitar or whatever and it just it doesn't have that anymore Mm -mm. the 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 wonder is gone um i know we had a conversation previous to the recording but it's just like it used to be so cool to be a musician and now it's just like i don't know it's I came from like I, I've been in the digital audio workstation. I know we're kind of getting off of the beat oh, path fine. a little we're bit. We're fine. Yeah, we're okay. fine. Um, there is I've been no in path. like <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So yeah, um, I've been in like the digital audio like field. I mean, since I started like really producing music in the box, right? But like you still had to have like analog gear, um, especially when you were recording, right? Because like. M boxes back in the day, they were powerful, but it wasn't as cool as having like a control 24, or, like some kind of big, like, you know, a mixing console, right? Um, like an SSL board or something or an Eve board, something cool, right? Yeah. So nowadays though, like the life is gone and like music, it's even creating it, it's just like you're you're programming. It's not, it's not really like you're creating anymore. Yeah, it's almost like you're curating algorithms. Yep. You're not creating a groove. You're not creating Mm -hmm. a chord progression. You're not, Mm -hmm. you're just curating pre-made things. And it just sort of, and it's a little too perfect. I I, I got to one of the sort of personal um, achievements I I hang my hat on and said, hey, I did this. Mm -hmm. I got to interview on this podcast my musical hero, Bill Champlin of the group Chicago whoa that was my very first concert ever in my life brother was chicago was chicago love yes. that group love that oh group. my goodness and all right so i've i've got to know them over the years i've got to know him tristan bowden the drummer uh some of the horn players and all of that so uh but getting he was sort of like the guy that i always because he was so bluesy and and r&b i loved his style and i was talking to him about 
you know, how is recording today versus recording back in the 70s and 80s when you guys made all those mega hits? And he's like, well, nowadays it's more you have to be a computer tech than a musician. He says in, in, he, in his language, they've stripped the bark right off the tree. Yeah. There's no more bark on the tree. It's just the, 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 the tree there itself. And he says, mm-hmm. so there's no character. There's no, he says, sometimes that little intonation that's a little out, that phrasing that's a little off, that, 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 that rhythm that speeds up and slows down, the meter changes a bit. That's what gives that band and that groove. And you don't get that in a computerized system anymore. Nope. Because everything's aligned to the grid, or even yep. if you move it off the grid, it's still like it's weirdly still perfect. on. Yes, yeah, still too perfect. Like, yeah, you're one hundred. That's why I picked up the guitar. I'm like, I everything I do now, unfortunately, because of the space that I have here in my home, is in the box. So, um, it's just. I wanted to bring life back to the music that I was making. So I was like, let me pick up a guitar, you know, especially coming from brass players. We're already like in treble clef and like, I can, I know what intonation sounds like and how to stay in tune and stuff. So I'll figure out how to pluck. And, and I taught myself, like my girlfriend was like, dude, in like three days that you've had this thing, like I already recorded a whole song and everything. That's awesome. And she's like, that's amazing. And I can't read the music yet, but um, I wanted to bring back something like something human. Something back real. To, yeah. 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 yeah Cause yeah, I, so. you're like me, you're around computers, technology, software all day long and God love it. And, and I thank God for it. And I love AI, man, it has made my life so much easier in so many different ways, mm-hmm. but there's a part of me that's always longing for real humanity and imperfection. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, so anyhow, well, yeah, like, oh, go ahead. Go well, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, no, uh, no, I was good. Well, I was going to say that I, that's why I my favorite musical group, and of course, like this is my time, is Daft Punk. And the reason why is because even through their entire like mission statement of being robots that make human music, like they are like my the the I guess the the bar that I want to hit on my music where it's like, they were using like Moog stuff. They were using nice. like, you know, a bunch of electronic stuff, but it sounded human yeah. and it, it just, I don't know. I they hopefully one the humanity in it. Well, you know, and that, that's a nice segue into, you know, some of the things we play with daily is our software and our systems and stuff. Mm. And you're like me, you work with a lot of people that are in business and they're using various software components to, to do business. Mm-hmm. And the, Biggest challenge I see some of my guys, and you tell me what you see on your end, is yes, all of these uh, AI and software components that we manage our business in and manage content and manage communication, uh, it's great. But if you don't put yourself in there and your human element in there and you're just trying to be so formulative and you're you're sort of pulling this this script from AYZ company and using this and it gets so homogenized that it loses its effectiveness to me in the market that you're trying to, trying to call on. And so all of a sudden it's a problem with the software or the technology when it really is just the message and putting yourself in that message and, and cultivating a message that works for you. Mm-hmm. So w- what do you see? So I, 
I think AI is a blessing and a curse. And uh, I mean, for all of us um, um, older guys that have seen Terminator, you know, uh, <laughs> Judgment Day, like, you know, <laughs> hopefully we don't get there. I think AI is a blessing and a curse. I mean, in my opinion, at least for my business, there has to be human touch because people, how can I say? There's a lot of scammy stuff in the Pokemon world, unfortunately, and yeah. in the trading card world, period, right? Yeah. So inspiring, informative, and informational. This is TW3. Unlock the power within you. Discover the untapped potential waiting to be unleashed. You are worth more isn't just a book. It's a transformative guide to understanding your unique value in today's ever-evolving marketplace. Visit youareworthmorebook.com and claim your free copy. Within these pages, you'll unravel the secrets to identify your distinct strengths, refine your skills, and ignite the passion to pursue your true worth. Life isn't just about survival, it's about thriving. This book is your roadmap to not only surviving, but excelling in a world that demands your best. About recognizing your potential, developing your talents, and finding the inspiration to chase after what truly matters to you. Let You Are Worth More be your companion on this journey. It's not just a book, it's a catalyst for change. Empower yourself, elevate your skills, and embrace the opportunities that await. Visit youareworthmorebook.com today and embark on the path to realizing your full potential. Your worth is far more than you might imagine. Claim your free copy now and begin your transformation. Running a successful business requires effective customer management. Meet the CRM Ultimate by TW3, your all-in-one solution for customer relationship management. With the CRM Ultimate, businesses can effortlessly keep track of vital customer information. From names and contact numbers to emails and mailing addresses, everything you need is at your fingertips. Gone are the days of scattered information and missed opportunities. The CRM Ultimate helps you maintain a comprehensive customer database, ensuring that no detail is overlooked. Ours, but that's not all. Every interaction, whether it's a phone call, email, or text, is meticulously recorded in the CRM Ultimate system. Stay informed about your customer's journey and tailor your approach accordingly. Now, imagine having the power of artificial intelligence at your fingertips. With the CRM Ultimate's advanced AI technology, you can go beyond basic data management. The AI system within CRM Ultimate can generate emails, texts, and even conversations. Streamlining your communication process, it's like having a team of four dedicated employees working around the clock to communicate, correspond, and support your customers. Having the CRM Ultimate isn't just a software solution. It's like expanding your team without the additional overhead. Your business will be equipped to provide exceptional customer service 24-7. Elevate your customer relationship management with CRM Ultimate by TW3. Streamline your processes, enhance customer satisfaction, and watch your business thrive. TW3. Your success is our success. I don't want to integrate AI for that. The way that I use it is more like backend stuff. Like if I needed to figure out how to write a policy privacy for my pages or like scheduling stuff i don't know like i really with my business i'm 
gonna stay away from the AI as much as possible, maybe just for copywriting or uh I don't know, uh, posting, like coming up with post ideas for Instagram. But like, as far as communicating with my customers, that's going to be on a personal like basis. Like, yeah, I I can't, it's just, it don't know. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, They'll know. But I mean, for everybody else, I mean, for specific businesses, it makes sense. Like, yeah, I don't know. Um, for example, stuff that I've seen with like doctor's offices and people setting up appointments. And then instead of having a receptionist, you have an AI system, like responding back to customers, 100% makes sense. Yeah. You're a restaurant, you have like an ordering service that's like automated that, that makes sense. But I, I guess it all depends on the business in my opinion, because at least for mine, I, I need to have a human touch on my customers. 100%. Sure, sure. Well, it's, I think that's, that's the, uh, the million dollar formula is when to automate and when to actually personally engage, mm-hmm. you know, and being and like sophisticated I said, with that. Yeah. You gotta be, again, I love the technology and it, really what it feels like is, I mean, I'm sure you remember the dot com boom, right? Yes. Back, back in like the, like, or like middle to late nineties, early two thousands. Like that's what it feels like. And, and honestly, there's a lot of cool things that people are doing with AI and I applaud them. Um, again, I just really feel like it's business specific. And like you said, the million dollar question is when do I start automating or what do I automate for? And what do I add the human touch to, Yeah, you know? So I agree with that. Well, tell me a little bit about yourself. I know you're working in software and you're, you're launching, you're an entrepreneur. So you're launching this business. And by the way, I didn't give out your uh, website and I need to, it's uh, Mm -hmm. poke P O K E N the letter N rave.com poke and rave.com. You can check Eddie out over there and see what he's got going on over there with his uh, business, but you're an entrepreneur. You're working in the software, uh, SAS world. And I think you, before you were uh, where you're at now, you were with some previous companies as well, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, So correct. you've been in this world. So give me a little bit of the biography. What, what got you here and, and, and all of that? Yeah, so we can actually start even before uh, the software stuff. So I've always been a technology kid. I think uh, I got in trouble one time as a kid. My sister had a gateway computer that was just, remember gateway back yes. in the day. Yeah, with so the cows she had, on the box. Yeah, with the cows <laughs> on the boxes. Yeah, so I had one. <laughs> um, at like the age of like nine or 10 years old, I wanted to learn how things worked. And I used to rip apart everything. I'm talking about the radios, the blenders. I took apart a whole computer and like, you know, put little labels on what things were. And this before YouTube, before the end, I mean, really at the, the beginning of the internet. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. so I've always been a technology kid. Um, and actually pro like after that I've, I've been a musician since i was a child as well um when i got out of high school i wanted to do music full-time right i was like i'm i understand how to make like like beats i was really into hip-hop music at the time it's like oh i want to make beats i want to like sell beats i want to get into the industry and i for literally like I want to say maybe like nine years from the ages of 17 to maybe around like 24. Honestly, I was in it, just in it. I was, uh, I got my first song played on the radio, um, that I produced, um, when I was about like 18 years old, 
um i started working with some big name artists um there's some rappers from new york uh red cafe which was really big uh fred the godson which he just passed away during COVID time but a lot of like really big guys at the time jadakiss if a lot of people are familiar with jadakiss i've done some stuff with him um i was just focused and here's the problem that here's here's where things derailed right um when you're young you don't i mean the today's age or today's group of people i think are, are the 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 young the youngsters are a little smarter than we were when we were kids <laughs> where we're like we're gonna go into this dream i don't care if i have a dollar or a million dollars in my pocket i'm going for broke right? that's right that's right and that's what i did i went for broke i'm talking about dude i was homeless for for a point in time oh, like wow. that's how crazy i went into like this dream of trying to achieve um like greatness and um fast forward i ended up landing a deal with sony um for a stint it literally lasted for like a few months because i i went through this like adulting phase where it's like this isn't working out you're realizing that it's not working out all the people around you are like growing into these massive stars Right. And you're just sitting back like, what am I doing wrong? And I've been I literally helped all these people from zero. Right. And then you start realizing that maybe it's not them. It might be you. And you need to start pivoting and figuring out how to straighten the, the path out. Right. So. I continued making music i stopped making hip-hop music and started making edm music and then i started transitioning that more into a hobby and then i became a chef right okay um during this stint i'm kind of leaving out gaps but i was working at hooters that was like my first cooking job um i went at hooters starting off as a line cook there i, was about I made to say, it you all don't look like a waitress that would work yeah there. no definitely not definitely not i don't think i could fit in the outfit at least i would but like things would be popping out everywhere you know um <laughs> um so i was there i made it from line cook all the way up to assistant kitchen manager and then um from there, I wanted to transition into a more like culinary role. So I went to like an American like steakhouse that's here in Orlando. I worked there starting off as a line cook because I wanted less responsibility than I had to deal with before. But I was getting paid roughly the same that I was as an AKM at Hooters. So I was like, all right, makes sense. In six months, brother, of me being there, they promoted me to assistant kitchen manager again. So I got more money, I was wow. happy, but then the work-life balance of being in a kitchen environment, you're there slaving. I mean, if people are calling out, you're there working 13, 14 hour shifts sometimes, like it's ridiculous, right? Um, I was like, you know what? I, I was there for maybe like a year to two years and I was like, man, I want something else, right? I want something better. Of course, we're always striving for greatness. So I was like, I wanna get into like, a real like culinary like five star like you know restaurant right so i found a restaurant they hired me right granted i had barely any knife skills like i can cook and like i was a good line cook you can teach me things but i had no skills like knife skills or anything like that so they're like here um in the culinary world there's something called a stage where you come in and they try you out for a day and see how you do and then from there they'll offer you a position so i staged there for literally three days 
And um, they saw that I didn't have knife skills, but I was able to hang with the rest of the line. Six months of me being at that restaurant, they promoted me to sous chef. Wow. So I sous chef there for many years, and then I got burned out. I got to the point where I was like, I'm working literally like 60, 70 hours every week, something crazy like that. And I was like, I need something better. It was messing up um, my work-life balance with like my relationship with my my girlfriend at the time. And I was like, oh, I can't do it anymore. Like, I just want to do something for myself. So I started taking uh, my certification classes for uh, like my CompTIA certs and stuff. I was like, let me get certified. I want a desk job and let's let's just go from there. So I ended up landing a job at Asurion. Um, if if you're in the United States, you know Asurion is where all of your phone uh, insurance comes from. Um, I was there for a few months, got promoted to a trainer. Um, as you can see, like people instantly just see the potential and like, you know what, let's get this guy from where he's at and let's put him into a good role. So I was a trainer there for a while, for up to a year. And then I transitioned from there to the position that I'm at now. I work for a company that I'm not going to disclose, but I am in the software as a service industry and I'm loving it there. I am like ecstatic. This is a like a new company. It's only been around for like five years and I'm already working my way up the totem pole there. And aside from that, I'm still making my music. I have a project that I've been working on for two years now um, that's finally going to release this year and then opening up my uh, Pokemon business. So, yeah. yeah, it's just work life, music and Pokemon right now. That's awesome. <laughs> what a yeah, what a story, man. What yeah, a story. Yeah, so. Well, I know there's NDAs that we can't cross and all that, but uh, yeah. you've helped me and worked with me on some things and uh you've always you know the time I've I've got to to work with you it's just been awesome. I mean, it was just like solved. Snap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I appreciate your help. Uh Yeah, yeah, no, so. anytime absolutely so that's um, awesome so uh i do like the fact that you uh have continued from day one pursued your passions whether it been music or what style of music or what vein of music and now into pokemon so that's yeah. you know i don't think that should be a generational <laughs> thing maybe we should do it a little bit different maybe we shouldn't throw everything on red you know yeah, hedge yeah, your right. bets maybe a little bit but uh <laughs> you know I, i'm just yeah. i'm guilty and i think it's our generation we we mm-hmm. came up in a time where you know we just didn't want to work for the man we wanted to be the man and so we yeah uh, <laughs> um and it's been like that for a while now for me um it's like we're smart right and, and and we know what we're capable of and we hear it from everybody around us all the time. You know, I think the difference between successful and unsuccessful people is not listening to that voice in your head. That's telling you to risk it all. Right. Yeah. If we, you know, close that voice out, you're never going to know. Right. Like if you don't try it, like you're never going to know whether you, you, you're going to win or fail. And brother, I have failed so much in my life so much and i learned from every experience every single one and i i cherish those failed moments because if it wasn't for that when eventually guys i'm not at the super successful point yet i'm going to get there in my life but eventually when i do get to that point it's going to be all worth it i'm going to look back and be like every road bump that i went through brought me to this place that i am now and the ride was 100 worth it all the way so don't go anywhere 
Um, Terry and his team are just getting warmed up. We need to take a brief break, but we'll be back to continue the conversation. Remember, if you have any questions, you can call or text us. Our number is 864-507-9696. Again, that is 864-507-9696. Be right back. Welcome, fellow leaders, entrepreneurs, and visionaries. Today, I invite you to step into a world where greatness is not just a goal, but a collective reality Introducing the Elite Mastermind Group by TW3, a sanctuary for those seeking not just success, but exponential growth. It's more than a group. It's a synergy of minds, a convergence of aspirations, and a breeding ground for extraordinary accomplishments. You'll learn not only from experts, but from the stories of those beside you. Fellow trailblazers who weathered storms and conquered obstacles, enriching your own journey. Imagine being surrounded by a league of highly motivated business owners and entrepreneurs, each driven by the same passion for success, propelling each other towards greatness. Embrace the power of networking, the art of learning, and the joy of sharing your value. It's not just about what you gain, but what you contribute. Dare to be exceptional. Dare to be part of the elite. Don't just dream of success. Surround yourself with those who are already living it Join the Elite Mastermind Group by TW3. Elevate your success. Elevate your life. Inspiring. Informative. And informational. This is TW3. So, um, you know, um, I'm hopeful, you know, for the future and where, where, where I end up landing. Well, it yeah, just sounds like you've got all the tools, all the experience, everything. And mm-hmm. so, and, and for such a time as this, this is the time that something's going to happen. And uh, yeah. I love it. I, there's a, a cliche or something I've heard on a t-shirt or one of these motivational speakers at one time, it said the difference between success and failure is the guy that tried one more time. You know, the guy that just did it one more time, because, you know, it's just, you never know that next venture, that next, you know, goal you pursue that business that you start that will be the one yep yep and the margins by the way are ridiculous i mean for a trading card uh reseller um i'm looking at between like 20 and 30 percent margins um which isn't that horrible um but yeah i mean i'm (laughs) i'm so like look i have like literally like five grand that i'm throwing into this business it's literally um, half of the money that we have saved up right now, and I'm going in, and awesome. I'm not looking back. My partner's on board. We crunched all the numbers, made sure everything made sense. So, like, hopefully, we have a conversation within like two months from now, and I can literally break down numbers and show you how good we're doing. Nice uh, from this point on. Well, yeah, I would love you to come back. An affiliate yeah. program yet? Not yet. I. I plan on doing it. Um, Well, if you do, if you do circle back, because I've got a few people in my, our little network that loves Mm -hmm. to sell things, Mm -hmm. you know, and make a commission off of it. So, yeah, I got to figure it out. Um, Like I said, the margins are good. They're not great yet. Once I find distributors that I can get bulk for like lower pricing, that's when I'll definitely, exactly to play with. I'll definitely like, uh, figure out an affiliate program. What I would love to do is, I know it's going to sound cliche, like I don't want to be a guru, but I would love to 
document my journey, which I'm doing right now, yeah, yeah, and then show people the right and wrong ways to do things in this industry. And I mean, it can apply to any other business, sure. but um, yeah, I, I I'm documenting everything now so that I have something that I can possibly sell a course for. Possibly, yeah. we'll see how that goes. Um, or like do some kind of Patreon thing or something like that where they could follow along. And um, I just haven't. Again, we're in the infrastructure stage. I'm the creative, so I'm already thinking ahead, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, once I get everything solid and ready to go, then I'm going to explore all of those different avenues and stuff for sure. Yeah, uh, us creatives can tend to drown in opportunity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We go down these, uh, what I call the black holes. You yes, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's that old card? Squirrel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Squirrel, 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 squirrel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Eddie, so, much success to you. And thank you so much for being on with us today. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, Terry. Yeah, hopefully in three months you'll have me back and i'll be yes. able to cover more of the success story yeah, count yeah. on <laughs> it count on it well that's eddie thin and he's over at poke in rave.com that's p-o-k-e the letter n rave r-a-v-e.com check him out if you're into pokemon that's definitely the place you want to go and get your pokemon cards yeah we're cards. gonna have all of the cool japanese sets before they release so definitely you know contact us if you need anything specially ordered we can take care of that too and we sell singles as well so single cards we have a big wide range of them so definitely check out our site whenever you guys get a chance for sure so we hope you've got a lot out of the content today uh, please take a few minutes to give us a five-star positive review at terrywilson3.com slash review. This helps us promote our content and continue to reach more and more people. Um, again, thanks for being part of the TW3 community here at terrywilson3.com. Please like and share our content and we will see you soon. So if you're still cold calling or pestering your friends and family online, then please stop. Why you ask? Well, because you don't have to anymore, you dope. My friends at terrywilson3.com have over 200 million leads. That's right. Over 220 million leads that are saying, please, mister, please sell me something. So the next time you need leads, have Terry's team get you a list of leads that actually want and could afford your products or service. Go to terrywilson3.com slash lead list now and get over a thousand leads for less than $70. That is crazy. Over a thousand leads for under $70, but you have to act ah. Go to terrywilson3.com slash lead list and get a list of leads that actually would want to buy your Shake uh, product. Attention all small business owners. Are you looking to expand your reach and grow your customer base? Look no further than having a website and blog for your business. With a website and blog, you can increase your visibility, cost-effectively market your products or services, and build trust and credibility with potential customers. A blog is also a great way to engage with your customers and build a community around your brand. And the best part? You can access all this valuable information 24-7. Don't get left behind. Give your business the competitive edge it needs and create a website and blog today. You can get a professional website hosted with all the software you need for as little as $10 a month by going to terrywilson3.com slash hosting. That's terrywilson3.com slash hosting. Slash hosting.